It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. This is the DPHRO and Rothenberg Podcast. Yep. Listen live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 a.m. on 98.7 ESPN in New York. Yep. The ESPN New York app. Yep. Or on your smart speaker by asking it to play 98.7 ESPN. Got the number one pick in the NHL draft, but the men can't seem to stump. Do something dumb, that's an observation. CLT make them need to run. That's Lord Taylor! trash, EMT for short. Wonder if we best once you peep the score. Up at the crack of dawn, top stories of the morning. While you're yawning, grab your coffee, rise to shot with 98.7. This is drop time. We provide highlights from your favorite teams. Got Dave and Rick making plenty of picks. It's Rule 76. And welcome aboard. DiPietro and Rothenberg with you, 9870 SPN on a beautiful, bouncy March 10th, Friday of 2023. Now, this portion of the show, driven by the All-American Ford Auto Group, the number one volume Ford Group in the Northeast, huge, enormous locations in Paramus, Hackensack, Old Bridge, and Point Pleasant. Shop allamericanford.net. That's allamericanford.net. Phone lines, as always, and we're going to be very bouncy today. Got the morning roast. We've got Sim. We got plays of the week. We have it all. 1 800 919 3776. Before we get to any of it, any of it, I say good morning to the one and only number 39, Rick DiPietro. Good morning, Rick. Good morning, Dave. Not a good morning. Great morning. Great morning, Rick. What a night of hockey last night. How about that? How about that? How about the locals? All three locals win. You had two shootouts. You had an overtime. Brock Nelson snipe. RJ, how did your team do last night? The Sabres. <laughs> Why? Why? What? Why? What? They, they allowed more points than the Ravens allowed. Why? Why would you do that? I'm asking. I don't know. I didn't, really, I didn't, check, in and, I didn't check in on the game. They, I was they, just, they just allowed three goals in, in, in the time you were making fun of him. Why? <laughs> Why do that to poor RJ? Oh, what a night, David. What a night. Very, very busy sports time. Feels like we're Very closing busy. in on Aaron Rodgers. College basketball is going crazy. Knicks with a late night loss. If you don't know, they lost out in Sacramento to the Kings. Islanders with a as a big comeback from the Islanders. Big comeback down by two goals third period. They they win that game. Empty Devils. net. Lee ties it up. Yep, big time stuff. I thought the Rangers played some really kind of terrible hockey and still found their way uh, to a victory in Montreal. So I mean, this there's a lot to do today. A lot, a lot to do. I don't know if four hours is going to be enough. You want, to might take not over, be. you want to take over the show after? It depends on what Raymond wants to do. Raymond's big day is today. What do you mean? Well, he encapsulates the entire week. This is Plays of the Week day. Oh, Plays of the Week. This is where he shines. Encapsulates. Your, 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 your use of the English language is sensational. And you wonder why Harvard was banging down my door. Banging you down. Wonder. Yeah. I want I want to. Do you think they were like, Rick, we, we think that you can solve, you know, pediatric cancer. Like, Rick, we think that there's a chance that you could, you know figure out some kind of molecular biological issues. No, I, I think they wanted you because you play hockey. I was told if MIT had a Division One hockey team, I was first on their list. I'm sure you were. I'm right, sure to MIT, great... right to MIT. Right, right, right to MIT. I'm really dumbing it down to being on the show with you, if you think about it. Yeah, you're, you're dumbing it down to be with me? I'm dummying myself down a little bit. Uh-huh. I mean, I'm think, a, I think I'm at a higher intellectual level. You, th- you think so? You think you think you're smart? If we took an IQ test, you know, let's do it live on air. At some point. No, on no. a slow day in July, RJ, IQ test. We'll see who's smarter because <laughs> you know what happens. Yeah, you don't know that. Are you? Oh, please. Oh, if if BetMGM came out with odds for us to do an IQ test, I'd probably be like minus four seventy. Oh my god. No way you're that heavy a favorite. No he- chance. Tre- I mean, a tremendous, tremendous favorite. RJ? He's not even listening. No, how is this possible? Because I crushed him with the Sabres. Yeah, I don't know. I'm sorry. I, I apologize. It was, it, it was unnecessary. RJ, this is the perfect time to ask him. Remember, he said he made fun of your Sabres right away. I defended. But if we had some kind of statistical odds for yeah. who would win an IQ battle, who do you, who do you think would be the, the, the heavy favorite? I, I think you would be the heavy favorite. Mm-hmm. But I think in the lead up to it, 
Rick would try to memorize every word of every book ever written. So I think as long as you stayed buttoned up and stayed humble, I think you you would prevail. That's right. You just say, Dave, stay humble. There's no chance that we all know that's not going to happen. What do you mean that's not going to happen? Put my head down. Just worry about my business. Elite IQ test. Away we go. You know, there's no there's no New York Giants section on the IQ test, right? Yeah, I, I don't think you have to worry, my friend. Where he went to college section? Destroy, destroy you. Oh, God, I would I would love to just let's bury you it. in the IQ Let, test. Let's do it. All right, how about this, RJ? I'd no. even be willing to do this. All right, after the show one day, we have someone administer an IQ test. I'd sit, I'd stay late, and then we, <laughs> we, we give the results the next morning on the show. Like a written exam. A, re- a full written IQ test, yes. I think we and those with iPads can use iPads. Those with not with no iPads cannot. <laughs> Throwing your financial might behind the issue, right? Of course, whatever he is. it takes. He'll probably, you know, what it'll be like, boy, boy, that guy looks a lot like Rick, doesn't he? It wouldn't, it wouldn't be Rick, but it would be a Rick imposter who's some kind of like a genius. <laughs> a Derrick Rose situation. Yeah. How dare, How we've, dare never you? Seen, we've never seen a one seventy six before, <laughs> and and the, and the man looked an awful lot like Rick. That that's what would happen. IQ test. You be careful what you wish for, my friend. All right. I don't have time to dilly-dally with all your silliness. I, I have stuff to get to. And well, let's we get start, to it then. We start. I mean, we, we got the Knicks to get to. I'm not in a rush because that was not thrilled about that performance last night. Get to a little hockey. Certainly the Yankees injuries have to be a, a major, major concern this morning. But I think we start with where we've been starting. Rick, th- this is it. This is the last weekend I think you're not going to have Aaron Rodgers. I think by the end of the weekend, he is yours. I understand there's some hiccups is what you're willing to, to give compensation-wise, but I, I have to think now we've gotten all the way down to the three-yard line that this thing is going to get done. Yeah, we're. I mean, this is, this is the final stretch here we're in. I mean, you had some of the Jets, Jets yesterday, Sauce, talking about, you know, if Aaron Rodgers comes, you know, package deals to follow, the insinuation that, that Odell could be involved. But, yeah, I mean, I think the big holdup for me personally is just the compensation right now. I mean, that's what they're discussing, and then obviously whether or not Aaron wants to be a Jet. But, I mean, we had Rossini say that, you know, Green Bay Green Bay is not going to get crazy with what they want. They just want fair compensation. And then right. we both saw a report yesterday that said they're not going to accept anything less than a, a first-round pick. Well, if you're Green Bay you're you're going to probably hold your cards until the very last minute because you're you're assuming that the jet the jets have to cave don't they at some point uh do the jets have to cave yeah i would imagine i mean they they have some business to take care of here when when free agency starts yeah they'd like to have their quarterback situation figured out right i mean if you're if you're joe douglas don't you if green bay is like we want a 1 and a three, and I'm making up the numbers. Although I did hear one, Michael Lombardi on McAfee yesterday said that, that the Packers won a one. But if you're the Jets and you're like, no, no, all we'll give you is a two and a five. Like you, you, you. At some point, you have to just you have to fold your hand. You, you, you can't come out of this now. You've come too far to not land Aaron Rodgers. Right. I mean, there is. I mean, this is clearly, this is clearly the number one priority for the New York Jets is is trading for Aaron Rodgers. Could could you imagine if they don't get him at this point, and they don't get him because they offer a two, and and Green Bay wants a one? Well, no, in a game of chicken, I mean, you're gonna if you're the Jets at this point, I mean, you're gonna have to it, whatever the drop dead date is for you to get this done. I mean, you're gonna have to relent because I mean, the last thing you want to have happen is this doesn't work out for some reason. He ends up back in Green Bay or somewhere else, and you're left holding the bag because Jimmy Garoppolo has signed somewhere else. At, at this point, how despondent would you be if you wake up tomorrow morning? It's like Aaron Rodgers has decided to what, retire, return to Green Bay. Any, anything non-Jets. Right, go we, missing. Yeah, I, I think so, right? Like, we've come so far. Anything less than Rodgers is on the Jets is going to be massive disappointment. Well, how about the team, though? Forget us. Who cares if I go missing? I mean, how about, uh, how about I all ca- these? I care if you go missing. Well, I know you do, but I mean, in the grand scheme of things for the Jets, I mean, how disappointed would that locker room be? I think they would be crestfallen. Yeah. I mean, you hear, the, the, I mean, every, everyone, guys they never heard of are sending out tweets and, you know, Sauce Gardner's, you got you got to come here and this is the place and we're you know, going to bring other guys with you. Like, they fully expect that they're going to land Aaron Rodgers. Right. You had, the, I mean, the full court press was on. It was like a, it was like a, a, a calculated I don't know who set it up, but it was like, all right, let's let's really make Aaron feel like he's wanted here. You had everyone. I mean, Conklin, you name it. We're tweeting at Aaron Rodgers. Everybody. 
Everybody. I, and they, they, they flew out to California. That's exactly what they should do, though. I mean, you want of to make this guy feel like, I mean, this is your, his number one. Your, he is your number one priority. No, I don't, think they did, I don't think they did anything wrong. I think they've, done, they've dotted every I and crossed every T, and they, they're doing everything appropriate. And my point is, like, we've come so far. If now it doesn't happen, I think you're, like I said, I think you're heartbroken, really. Like, like if you're a Jets fan and you're so excited and you hear Greeny every day and he, he like every time he says he, he goes to sleep, he wakes up, he goes to the bathroom, he's checking his phone. Did it happen? Did it happen? You every day. It's like every Jets fan is so excited. I heard from a guy I haven't heard from in years the other day, years. And he texted me and he's like, uh, I can't I can't believe it. I listen to your show every morning and I'm so excited and this is amazing. It's like it, the Jets fans are they're really kind of. All on the same page with this thing now. A- outside of Ira, I think everyone is completely on the same page. And they want him, and I think you're going to get him. And I think this is the weekend. Or if you're just nervous. Or, or if you Which really want him, but you're afraid to, to actually say the words. I- afraid to let yourself go? So you're going to be overly negative about it. I mean, do you do realize what's happening here. My 50th birthday weekend could be the weekend you look back forever and say, that was the weekend we land in Aaron Rodgers. That I get the beautiful present. In all honesty, though, I'm not even joking, man. Like, it, yeah, like the Jets fans will be would be upset. I, I really, I, I get concerned about the locker room to go from that kind of high. I mean, you're talking about the best players: Brees Hall, Quinnen Williams, Sauce, everybody reaching out, like with this hope that I mean, you know, they're all talking about it too. Could you imagine what this team would be if Aaron Rodgers was our quarterback? Like they're talking about package deals and everything else, and of that for not to are. happen would be such a letdown for them. It would be terrible. such a letdown. Well, I, I'll tell you what: if it were not to happen, and I do think it will, and I, I, it's, I think it's got to happen by tomorrow. I can't imagine this thing waits until Sunday. But at, at some point, if it were not to happen, uh, you have to pivot immediately and go after Lamar Jackson. There, there is no oh look, Jimmy Garoppolo is our quarterback next season. That that does not fly at this point. If if it's not Rodgers, you'd have to pivot to uh, Lamar. Well, you know they're talking to Baltimore. They just made a deal with them. I know. That's a good deal, too. That's a good deal. I would hope. I mean, I would hope during during that conversation that you were like, hey, so uh, what else going is going on? on? <laughs> what's going on with Lamar? Huh? What else? What else we got? You plan on matching like uh, 200 million guaranteed or no? You see what happens with that, though. The problem with that. What the, the, minds, the, the mindset is, well, well, nobody wants to set the, the market for him. Well, no, but that's, yeah, yes, that's problem number one. That's why teams are announcing that they're out on him. The other problem is, is that Baltimore has five days to match. So it really holds you up. Yeah, so you, I mean, you can offer him when, when free agency starts, you can offer him the offer sheet, but now Baltimore has, can hold you hostage for five days. And I think, correct me if I'm wrong, that money cannot be used now. You're holding up, the, and plus the money has to go into escrow. Whatever money you're guaranteeing him has to go into escrow. Right, but it, like on free agency, say you make an offer on Monday to him, right? Or, or whenever you can, maybe Wednesday, start of the new league year. You can't use any of that money on any free agent. Well, no, because you, you can't spend it. Him. Right, you can't spend it because right. if, if, he did, if they don't match the offer, that money's spent. If they don't and the match other problem the offer, is, yes, then you, then you don't have that money. And so then really, take, it really hamstrings you. Right, well, and then you've got to take all that money and throw write a big fat check and put it in escrow. Did you see this other nugget? You probably did. You see everything from uh, Michael Lombardi yesterday where he said that Matthew Stafford is very much available? Yep. He is very much available. Would that interest you at all? <sighs> I guess a little bit. I, I have concerns about his... He, he took a beating He took a beating last year. He took year. a beating and, and neck injuries always give you pause, right? Yeah, I mean, you're talking about numbness in his legs and everything else. That freaks me out. He can sling it, though, man. I mean, he's a good quarterback. If you I'll can tell, protect him. I'll, I'll tell you what, though. I would you, take Lamar, though. I would take a huge swing at Lamar if this, if this Aaron Rodgers thing doesn't work out. Huge swing. And, and you make it like a poison pill. Like, whatever it is that, that Baltimore can't do, you do that. Like, if I don't know their specific salary cap issue, but if they don't have money right now to spend, you front load it like crazy. Like, whatever it is you have to do to make it unavailable to Baltimore is what I think you do if you're the Jets, if, if you're in that position. Yeah, I would have to. I would have to imagine though too. I, I mean, don't you have a pretty good idea or, or a gauge of what they're? See, but that's the problem with this whole thing. He doesn't really have an. He doesn't have an agent. It's so, so much does, easier not, to not call the. Really, he doesn't have an agent. Well, yeah, because the agent would be shopping right now. The agent would be calling all these teams, and, and you'd at least Joe Douglas would have an idea of what Baltimore was offering. So you can kind of gauge what the offer would be that you're going to say that they're not going to match. He's not doing himself any favors. No, I think he thought it was going to be easy. I think he thought it was going to be as simple as Deshaun Watson got 230. I'm way better than 
I've achieved more than Deshaun Watson, so I should get why, at why, the very why least spend the two thirty million dollars on someone to negotiate when it's going to be you know, boom boom we're done. Thank right. you very much. Yeah, I mean here's the market's been set, and, and here we are, and here we are. Uh, by the way, do you see who's working out for teams in Arizona today? That is one OBJ. Do you see what team will be uh, at that workout today? The Giants. That's right. They will. What do you, what well, Keenan out! Allen. I, I really thought Keenan Allen would have been a nice fit, but he just got it restructured. would have been a great fit. But this he a, just got I, restructured. I think there's going to be a guy. I don't know who it's, whether it's Mike Evans, whether it's OBJ. Like, I would be stunned if you get to, I don't know, you pick today, March 20th, and, and the Giants don't add a legitimate receiver. And I think Sounds like DeAndre Hopkins is on the move. I don't. I, I have heard, and listen, I'm not saying this is accurate, but I have heard the Giants will not land DeAndre Hopkins. No, no, I don't. I'm just saying he's on. Yeah, yeah. It sounds no, like he's, he's going to be on the He's move. absolutely going to be traded. But here's the thing: Would you rather have DeAndre Hopkins for a second and a fifth, or OBJ for just money? I think it depends on how much money OBJ wants. Uh, in theory, one. yes. In, in theory, yes. I would rather have just. The, I would have the player for just money. But he is coming off an ACL. He and is. if he wants top of the market I can't receiver imagine. money, I'd be that would be hard Four, for me. Fourteen million. Oh yeah, four, is he going to accept fourteen million? I don't, listen, I've heard between ten and fifteen, so we'll see. Okay, well, if you get, I mean, yeah, we'll compared see. to all what the, the Giants are very interested, and that makes me very intrigued and interested as well. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any 8-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number 8, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature 8-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number 8, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is hypnotic and tequila season. Hypnotic liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Thanks for listening to the DiPietro and Rothenberg podcast. I think they're listening to me. They're everywhere. Dave. I know you're here. Catch the show on demand wherever and whenever you want. Woohoo! Over here! Just subscribe to us, rate us, and review us wherever you get your podcasts. RJ, we, I, I think, and tell me what you think, I think we tried. And I think they didn't really have any interest at all. And I think we go back to just me and you with the college basketball texting. I think Rick specifically. I think Ray could take it or leave it. I think he likes to be involved. If everyone else involved. I think Rick specifically, he wanted to be invited so he could see the texts and ignore them. And that's how it went. I think. And that's exactly what he did. No, no, right? What, you, what texts be, are you even talking about? Wait, I but, thought it was going to be like my own, our own little separate college basketball chat. I didn't think it was just going to be involved in the whole the whole station what, chat. What did you what did you think it was going to be just the three of us is what you wanted? Yeah, well you said just you two had your own chat, so I thought I would be added to that chat. I mean I mean you had no thoughts. You yeah, nothing. No thoughts to the table. I mean there, there were 500 college basketball games yesterday and you gave us nothing. I didn't know that's what I've, you were looking I've, for. I've I got, just, I I've got you guys two, just bringing news. I've got two college basketball related texts. I, that's there. right. And and zero responses from him. Nice start for Fordham and Ewing gone. They didn't even talk. I mean, come on. What do you mean, come on? Now, That's now nothing. all of a sudden, and, and you're not even, and you weren't even talking about scores. You were talking about Ewing gone. Doesn't hours matter. A, hours after it was announced that he was gone. So uh, it's amazing. Do you see what they do, RJ? And I know you love his hair, and you're probably overwhelmed by that. But do you see, you see what they do? They they turn the tables better than anyone. 
See, at least Ray, while working, you know, 12 more hours on his own, aside from here, was involved. While critical, was involved. Yes. Rick, not to be heard from. Nothing. Nothing. He probably saw the college basketball text. He's like, ugh. No, that's not what I thought. I just I thought we were going to have our own little separate special thing. Well, luckily for you, it's still going. So today, we, we expect you to be better. Well, you know I could what have thrown in like, oh, man. So before I do this. awful season by North Carolina. Our RJ, let's ask Raymond. Raymond, do you want in and out of the college basketball text chain? I just want to be involved. That's okay. all. Okay. So here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to start a fresh, beautiful, new text chain. Me, RJ, Rick, and Ray. Okay? If if we go back and forth with, with information and you guys do not have any interest and or do not respond, I'm going to go back to just RJ. And that's it. So you just okay? need a response to keep it going? Like, well, well, I, want, I, want, I want involvement. What's the I, want invo- I, want, I want to know you're involved. I want to know you care. I want to know you're interested. If you're not, then I, I don't need to waste my time to send you guys my... Uh, people would pay for my information and my knowledge. Listen, yeah, but, all you dro- but all you dropped this was that, that you and got fired. That was it. Listen, well, I understand. If, if you're pursuing someone, though, and, and you drop a text here, drop That's a text right. there, you get nothing back. That's you don't right. want, You don't want to be creepy. That's right. I mean, the, the man is a, he's a verbal genius is what he is. I mean, what a, what a great statement. Raymond, now, if a, if a beautiful woman were to reach out to you via the, the text machine and say, hi, Ray, how are you? And you don't respond. Does she continue to, to pepper you with text? No. You're, you're, the, you're the beautiful woman in this case? I think we're, we're Am I understanding both, this correctly? I think, both, I think both RJ and I are beautiful women in this case, yes. Okay. Yes. Gorgeous women. I didn't understand that. I, I did not understand that that's what you guys were looking for from me. Okay. I apologize. My that, fault. Okay. I would have thrown in, wow, Creighton. I didn't think I'm going to beat up on Villanova like that. <laughs> yeah, you know what? I was very surprised by that's that. That's a good take. Or, me too. Or what, what it did, I mean, has any team in recent memory had a more disappointing season than North Carolina? I just said that, yeah. Keep an eye on TCU. Stuff like that. I could add it. You're, you're stealing these, though. <laughs> I'm stealing these. <laughs> what, what you do. This is pre-show conversation. You're stealing. What do, what do you think about the Arizona State-USC game? Huh? I'm just giving you a little taste of what I could bring to the table. Yeah. I don't, I don't like I think. I think you're, you're a thief. I'm not a thief. Well, how dare you? That's exactly it. I said I'm, the Villanova. I said the Carolina. What do you think about Rutgers-Michigan? It's a huge win for Rutgers. Oh, look at him. There you go. He's very buttoned up. About time. They play Purdue you. today, but they've actually done good against Purdue. So I'd like their ch- I think Rutgers is in now. Rutgers that? is the last four in at the moment, and they did they beat Purdue in West Lafayette this year. So, yes, they See? do have a chance. Look at you. This is what I can bring to the table. That's oh, I can't wait for this exchange. All right, let's get to the calls. 1-800-919-3776. They're all lined up, and let's start with Rob in... I don't know if it's North or New Brunswick, but he's in an N Brunswick. Good morning, Rob. What's up, fellas? How What's are you? On, Rob? We're doing good. We're doing good this morning. Hey, I don't think you guys are considering some of the horrible things that could happen off the field if Aaron Rodgers comes here. When he was in Green Bay, he was like the weirdest guy around, and that worked. He'd go uh, poop his pants for three days, and everyone say, oh, my God, look how crazy Aaron Rodgers is. People in this city get a lot stranger than that, and he might fall into the deep end. If he goes out to, like, Williamsburg, Brooklyn, you might never see him again. Come on. Yeah, I don't you're, think that's a real issue. He, I'm not he, concerned about he, that. He, he's like, he, he's, he would be the king hipster. They would look at him and say, oh, my God, look all this crazy stuff you do just to be different, and he would fall in love with that. He's going to end up, like, playing the ukulele on a subway. He might end up getting <laughs> beat up. <laughs> Rob, do, do you see- <laughs> Do you see how excited the Jets players are with the potential of getting him right now? I do. I do see that. And I, listen, I'm a Giants fan, and I don't hate on the Jets. I actually think it would be outstanding if he came here. I got a buddy of mine from the military who's a huge Packers fan. I've been texting him all week. He's crying. He's all upset. I'm actually having a lot of fun with it. Could you imagine that, though? Like, where's Aaron? Oh, I just I just saw him. He was playing yeah, the ukulele. He's, he's in Williamsburg. <laughs> playing the ukulele. He's walking down the street with no shirt on. <laughs> with prayer beads playing the ukulele. Yeah, yeah, prayer, prayer beads, and, and there's some, some substance to this waist area. We're not sure what that we're is. In a, exactly. We're in a Kyrie jersey. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you see Kyrie went on Twitch and went, yep. went bananas yesterday. Uh, he was, burning, he was from... burning the sage while he was doing it. Of course he was. Sauce Gardner went on Twitch yesterday. And he was with Brees Hall, Garrett Wilson, and they actually talked about uh, Aaron Rodgers. And they actually burned the cheesehead that Sauce was mocking the Packers and their fans with uh, 
back during the season. You want to hear what uh, Saul yep. had to say? Oh, yeah. Yeah, let, let, let's take a listen to that. We got G5 over here, man. Not only is this the first time we burning the cheese here, this is our first time lighting a fire pit in it. It ain't going good. We outside right now. Hey, hold on, hold on. Let me get the camera. Let me see. How would y'all feel if A-Rod was on, was on the offense side of the ball, man? First of all, throwing you dots. Handing you the ball or throwing you them swing routes, them wheel routes. They're going to open it up for me. So they're going to be scared of them. Boom, hand me off the ball. We smooth. Sure. Super Bowl. Right, That's man. easy. Hey, how would you feel getting them dots, though? Man, I just know it's going to be precise. It's okay. the main thing I think about I think about A Rod, so <laughs> gotta do it. Hey, come on, hey, hey, I need this touch, bro. I need the touch, touch of the cheese. Hey, when it's going there, it's gonna turn the cheese off. Come on, yeah, let's go. It sounds like there'd be major issues if he came here. Major, yeah, they problems. would. They, they'd have a big yeah. problem with it, dude. I'm telling you, man. Like I, the second he steps in that in that locker room. Things on the offensive side of the ball, both defensive side of the ball, too, immediately change. Everyone's so excited. I think there's a tremendous reverence towards him as well. It's like this is a guy that's been around. He's 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 wise. He's been there. Listen, this is still a young team. You know, they could use some some leadership ship and a, a guy that's been in these different kind of moments than they've ever seen. Yeah, it doesn't have to be vocal leadership either. I mean, that's that doesn't have to be the case. I mean, it's just it's being able to to run the offense at a high level. Guy's seen everything. He's Making checks to the line. He likes, I mean, he he prefers Nathan, the Nathaniel Hackett's offense. Weather is going to be a non-issue. Like, I, I think it will be so seamless. I, I think it will be so good for New York football and so good for the Jets fan. I really want it to happen for you, for the Jets fan. I appreciate that, David. Yeah. I'm trying. Very nice of you to say that. Doing everything I can. All right, 1-800-919-3776. We're going to go calls, calls next. And then we're going to get into the Yankees, and we've got to get into the Knicks, and we've got... Uh, the morning roast. It's it's. I mean, these Fridays they they fly by. And and by the way, I don't know if you heard it earlier today. Debbie Duhame, very kind, wishing me a a happy birthday. She's no the best else. in the business, Debbie. Yeah, no one else has done that though on the show today yet. It's not your birthday yet. Well, it's my birthday weekend. No, there's no. You're fifty. There's no birthday weekend. You when you're big... fifty, you now get a weekend. No, you must. Because I get wife... shortchanged by God because Sunday's only oh. twenty three hours. God, what do you mean? Your wife told me she paid you had a blowout for your fortieth. Big blowout. Yeah, okay. So we, we celebrated your 40th. Relax, would you please? You, you you do understand, right, that Sunday is probably the biggest birthday I'll ever celebrate in my life? No. Yo, absolutely. Why? Because I'm not going to make 100. How do you know? Well, even if I make 100, I'll be sipping vegetables through a straw. I don't want that. What's any different than what you do now for dinner? I, I think that uh, 75 is pales in comparison to 50. 60 is not the equivalent of 50. This is the biggest birthday I will ever have. I think 40 was the best. 10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a one dollar per month trial period at Shopify.com/network. All lowercase. Go to Shopify.com/network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify.com/network. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little. Or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Thanks for listening to the DiPietro and Rothenberg podcast. Looking for more access to the show? Why? Because you know why. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at DR on ESPN. This is 
DiPietro and Rothenberg. The Jets, they, they feel, feel really good. good. That they're going to be able to land the big fish. You've come too far to not land Aaron Rodgers. Where you ride at, man? Where you ride? Let's make this happen, man. I need you to lock in. I need you to come here so we can win the Super Bowl. This is clearly the number one priority for the New York Jets. There is no next week. Free agency starts on Monday. You need to have an absolute knowledge of we have Aaron Rodgers or we don't have Aaron Rodgers. This is DiPietro and Rothenberg. You know, they've always been the Jets or whatever. That's kind of the moniker around them. That's not the same old Jets. On 98.7 ESPN. It's not the same old Jets anymore. In this portion of DiPietro and Rothenberg, driven by the All-American Ford Auto Group, the number one volume Ford Group in the Northeast, huge locations in Paramus, Hackensack, Old Bridge, and Point Pleasant. Shop allamericanford.net. That's allamericanford.net. All right, let's spend a little bit on the Knicks. 1-800-919-3776. We'll get to the Yankees. We'll get back to Aaron Rodgers. Um, we've got the morning roast at 745. Like I told you, it's a, it's a very busy, bouncy Friday. So this is why I was so upset with the game on Tuesday. Not because a loss at home against Charlotte is is that awful but because of what you had on the horizon, nobody seemed to think that Sacramento was a good team. I, I don't remember who it was. I heard it was Grassa over last well, weekend. Who said that? What? Grassa said that Sacramento's not a good team? No. Grassa was going through like, well, you have this, you know, this road trip. And he's like, well, Sacramento, that's a, that's a very winnable game. He was playing the game of, you know what it was? It was before they lost on Tuesday. That's an awful take. It was before they lost on Tuesday. And it was like, how long can the winning streak go on for? And, well, you got to figure they're going to win on Tuesday. So that would be 10. Sacramento, imminently winnable game. That could be 11. Probably don't win both games against the Lakers and the Clippers. So it'll probably stop there. But little did you realize you'd lose at home to Charlotte. And I think it's not outrageous that you lost last night. But now you've lost two games in a row. And... I don't know that you, you know if you want to get to where you want to get, so you can afford to to start stumbling now. Sacramento is the second seed in the West. But Sacramento is a good. I mean, that is an athletic basketball team. They average over a hundred and twenty points a game. What are we talking about? This is a very winnable game. The biggest I mean, concern coming out of last night was not the loss; it's the loss of Jalen Brunson. Right, and that's and therein lies the issue. So he missed two straight games. Right, he missed the Celtics game. He missed the the uh, the Horcats game, and then. Last night, he played for the first half, and the foot was bothering him to the point that he had to shut it down and say, I'm not going to finish the game. Yeah, 19 points in 19 minutes, and that was that was it. Knicks down 16 at the half, down as many as 21, fought like crazy back. Got back within, within a couple. Well, no, RJ tied it up. RJ's, RJ's three tied it up at 96. Fox immediately answers. Then you had a couple, I mean, they had six turnovers in the fourth quarter. Six. Randall and Barrett combined Three for 20 from three. Randall was not great. Quickly missed his first 10 shots. Here's the crazy part. couple crazy things. The Knicks' offensive rebounds. They out-rebounded the Kings' offensive rebounds. 23-6. Yep. to six, but well, they How only many had did seven, Josh Hart have? But they only had seven, 17 second-chance points. So they weren't taking advantage of all the offensive rebounds. How many, so, how many offensive rebounds did Josh Hart have? So Josh Eight. Hart, if my calculations are correct, out-rebounded Sacramento on the offensive glass by himself. Yeah, 8-6. <laughs> they had 23 fast-break points. Mm-hmm. They missed 11 free throws. Their free throw shooting, I think, last six games has not been, not been and good. And what, what did they shoot from three last night? From three last night? Not yeah, good. I, I don't think it was good. 13 of 50. Thir- I, mean, I mean, come on. So you you go thirteen of fifty from three, and you and you missed eleven free throws. Do do we need to analyze anything more? Um, there was some other stuff. I mean, the turnovers at the end. Hart flubbed the inbound pass, and then Julius Randle on cue had the ball stolen. They're down. Uh, they're down by four, and Randle got the ball stolen. Julius Randle has not had a great couple of games. Uh he has not looked the same the last couple of games. Though mm-hmm. maybe he's a little worn down. Uh, well, it's a defense, too. I mean, look what the Hornets. The Hornets scored 54 points in the paint. Last night, the, uh, the Kings scored 60 points in the paint. Too many points. First quarter, they died. Sabonis dominated too, too, in the paint too, in the too first many, quarter. Too, way too many points. By the way, that was a, you know, remember when, when, when Sabonis and, uh, and Halliburton were traded for each other and everyone was like, what an awful trade. I remember people on the station, what an awful trade for Sacramento. Well, first of all, Halliburton was surplus for them because they wanted to go with De'Aaron Fox, and Sabonis is a really good player. 
Sabonis is a really good player. Really good player. But why, why do you, if you're the Knicks, why do you keep, when, when you're that bad from three, why do you just keep hoisting up three-pointers? It's their offense. So that's just, it's just what you do. It's what they do. Yeah, but that, that's the amazing part, though. They were bringing it up last night. Like, the Knicks, their, what did they have? Their, their effective shooting percentage is 26th. Their 22nd. Their 22nd, their three-point percentage is 22nd, and their free-throw percentage is 22nd. So they don't shoot well. But offensive rebounds, free throws, right, and they shoot a bunch of threes. So RJ was what I think one of eight from three. RJ was one of eight. So he played well against Boston, and from three point range, he's really struggled the last couple of games. And Julius Randle, who's been so good, was awful from three last night. Two for was, twelve. It's the first shot. I mean, his first three was the first shot of the game. It was actually really they ran a really nice play off the off the tip. But yeah, so we made two. First one, the first shot of the game was a made three. That wasn't great, but that, listen, I give great. them credit. They fought back. They're down 21. They did. They end up tying it up. That was like a 20-5 run to end the third, start the fourth. De'Aaron Fox took over in the fourth quarter. He's he scored all, 11 uh, he straight points for them. awesome. Do you remember a couple of years back where there was the pipe dream that he would be a, a Nick at some point? Yes. He's a, he's a really special player. Sacramento's a good basketball team. Again, Rick, that's why the loss on Tuesday was so troubling to me. Because, I, I mean, Sacramento's really good. And Sacramento at home is really good. You had the feeling that this could happen, which is why you can't give away stretches of games. I don't disagree with you. It's not like, I mean, it, was not a good, it was not a good loss because Charlotte's not a good team. I just know having been in, in games like that. It's, and it was still a winnable game. I mean, that was definitely a winnable game. Um, even after you gave that halftime lead away, but... Like there are just times where you just got nothing left in the tank. So what do we have? What the uh, the Clippers, the Lakers? Yeah, back to back, and then and that Saturday Sunday situation. And then where are we, Raymond? Yeah, you you must know this. Portland, right? Portland, which is not an easy game either. This time of the year, there's no. I mean, the games are not easy this time of the year. I I just don't want to come back from this trip and be like, oh. Knicks one and four in their last five games. I don't say that because you got Denver waiting for you when you get home. Then Denver's a scary, scary team. Well, yeah, you got them waiting for you when you get home. You get some time off, but that's—I mean—that's your next game home is Denver. Here is uh, Tom Thibodeau on the loss last night. Well, we obviously didn't like the way we started the game. They're obviously a very explosive team. I thought the second half was a lot better. You know, once we we were able to get some stops, we were able to get into the open floor, get some easy buckets. You know, the rebounding, I thought, and I thought Josh was terrific. You know, we had a, a shot at the end, but we fell short. I think this is the most important thing that we'll hear from Tom Thibodeau today. Are there plans for Brunson to leave the team and fly back to New York? No, not that I know of. And again, I'll when I get back, I'll speak with, with the medical people. You know, let them do their job and let them, you know, that you got to trust them and you trust Jalen. So they'll evaluate him and whatever he needs, for it, we'll make sure he gets. Obviously, it's a concern, right? He no, it's a big-time concern. It's a big-time concern. He missed two games. He played really well in the first half, couldn't continue in that game. I, I, again, I think, I mean, there's even the thought of will you send him back to New York to be checked on. This is obviously a major concern. Well, he had the rest, and he felt good enough to play. Played a half and... And hobbled off. It went right back to where it was. Right. So if there's nothing structurally wrong with it, this is just going to be, you know... Given the thing enough time to rest, where when he comes back, it's not a problem for the rest of the season. But 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 how much time is that going to be? How many two, how many games weeks? is that? If he's not healthy, you have no chance. None. I've said this before, and people argue with me. Ty and I got into an argument the other night. He's your best player, especially down the stretch, though. I mean, closing time. Yeah, I mean, I think he's what third in the NBA in clutch time points. I want the offense to run through him. You have to have the offense run through him in these games. But I mean, you got, cut that game to two with 47 seconds left last night. It, it's got to be a concern. He, he doesn't play against Charlotte. He doesn't play against Boston. Quickly balls out against Boston. And then last night, it's like, all right, you know, it's been enough time. Let's get him back out there. Looks great. Halftime can't, can't continue with the second half. Yeah, 19 points in 19 minutes. And then, I mean, you clearly see how much you miss him late in these games. Like, oh. Aaron Fox took over. That's time for Jalen Brunson to take over. Like, go back to that Miami game. The buckets he was, like, they difficult buckets he was making. And in, in that the Miami court game. offense, he's such, he's such a matchup nightmare. He's, he's got such a presence, and he's so good in the low post, and he's so, you Gets know what it is? spots. He's so patient. 
Well, no, he has a plan on what he wants to do. He's not out of control. Like Julius Randle gets the ball, he's yeah, but in those spots, he just he gets out of control. Happened again last night. Barnes steals it. It's just, I mean, you can't turn the ball over six times in the fourth quarter. It's no. not. And Randall had a bunch of turnovers in that game, and I don't want to blame him entirely, but he was he was not very good last night. He looks a little gassed right now. Um, college hoops update for you because I know that you need one. So here, make sure you pay attention to this. Rutgers beats Michigan 62-50. So they're, they're most likely going to be in. Michigan most likely going to be out. Now, Rutgers plays Purdue today at noon. St. John's competed all the way through with Marquette, went to overtime, and lost by two at the Garden. And Fordham is two wins away from going dancing. They beat LaSalle. They take on Dayton in the semifinals today at 330 at Barclays. Now that hoops update brought to you by Sam Adams Beer, Truly Hard Seltzer, and Truly Vodka Seltzer. This March basketball season, crack open a refreshing Sam Adams beer, Truly Hard Seltzer, or Truly Vodka Seltzer, the official beer and seltzers of the Big East Conference, Sam Adams, and Truly Enjoy Responsibly. Did that help you a little bit? It did. I knew it would. Did I'm actually uh doing a little adding to the uh to the basketball chat. Nice. What, why don't you? Why don't you? Are, why don't you start the chat? I did. I just. I just. Started. You sent it. Beautiful. Beautiful. Let, let's go to uh, Brent in Brooklyn and say good morning, Brent. You're next up on ninety-eight-seven. Hey, good morning, guys. I hope you guys have a wonderful morning so far. Just want to ask you guys about tips. It's rotation with the uh, starters and the bench players. Uh, don't you think these guys are a little worn out? Like you know, like, like it looks like Randall in. is. It looks like Randall's a little worn out. Last couple of games, and he hasn't w- missed the game w- yet. Would you think you could? Would you think you could bring in some other players? Like, even Derek Rose, let him start. You're going to need these guys. He can't to play. play can't play. I mean, you, you, they, they, this is what they are. They're going to live or die with Julius Randall and Jalen Brunson and R.J. Barrett. He has his guys that he's comfortable with. What is this team without Julius Randle? I mean, I, listen. I mean, last couple games hasn't been hasn't been great, and the turnovers we all hate that. But I mean, what's the what's the other option? Play Obi more? I I guess I guess you could play Ducey. Play play McBride more. I, listen, I I and I, I, you know what the calls are that we received then on Monday. How how in the world are you not playing Julius Randle more than twenty four minutes in this game? You can't give away games. Quickly had a bad night. He missed his first ten shots. They didn't play well. It was one of 11. Listen, Sacramento is really good. Really good. Sacramento's a good team. Really? You know, they, I, mean, they're, I mean, you said they're two in the West. Two in the West, and they, have the, they average the most points per game in the NBA. And they're tough at home. So, again, that, that's the reason that the game on Tuesday, to me, was so upsetting. Not because he lost at home to, Sac- to, um, to Charlotte, because I knew what was on the horizon. Let's go to, uh, this is my guy, Lonnie in Harlem. Good morning, Lonnie. Good morning, Cousin Dave. Good morning, family. Shout out to the company. Uh, first of all, obviously, I'm only really calling in to, you know, wish Dave the early happy 50th. Mm-hmm. The man, baby, the man we all love. The man who can't be stumped. The, the one-man zoo. The man who who gives us as many drops as we can possibly. All right, enough, Lonnie, enough. Well, you know what? Enough. Let the man, give the man some space, would you? Oh, my Goodness, Lonnie, I'm, so, I'm sorry you got interrupted like that. Go ahead, go ahead. The the the, the prince of all radio, the uh-huh. man we all love, yeah. Dave Hugh Rothenberg. He's my sidekick. Relax, please. Wait Lonnie, do you minute. see? Do you see the way I I'm disrespected on the show? Yes, Dave. Every day I hear it. We know. We you know. Dave, uh, Rick loves to you know be who he is. Now, Rick, quick question: Are you really going to be there today, or is Dave no? No, I'm not going to be there. No, why why would he go out of his way and, and do a solid for the guys at the station? What do you mean? I went to the last now, now, outing. Now, now, can I please say something about the Knicks, and then I'm going to say something else if I can get the time. Uh, Lonnie, we're, we're, we are up against it, though, so let's 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 get moving here. Okay, so the Knicks last night, Randall, we need to keep the hand out of his ball because things like that, it's too much. Now, what I would like to say is, like, we show up for TMK events. It would be nice if we can actually get a DNR out and to show up to. I've done what I can. have done. Love you guys, Dave. Happy happy early birthday. Thank you. Would, would, you know what? It would be nice. It would be nice. Get out, meet the people, shake hands. I don't cause... think they trust you with the people. I think that's part of the problem. I don't think they trust you with the people. Well, I mean, it's my birthday. Why are you being so mean to me? I'm not being mean to you. It's not your birthday. Sunday's your birthday. I, I think, think you know why I'm being mean to you. 
I think I'm great with people. Did you see me the other night at the lounge? Well, I was, I was, uh, uh, did you hear Don the other day? He's like, I can't believe how personable and nice he was to everybody. You were good. I feel like that's your element, though. There's a bunch of people that, that think highly of you. You're All right, so then there you go. Then there you go. Thanks for listening to the DiPietro and Rothenberg podcast. I think they're listening to me. They're everywhere. Dave. I know you're here. Catch the show on demand wherever and whenever you want. Woohoo! Over here! Just subscribe to us, rate us, and review us wherever you get your podcasts. Boy, Yankees and injuries. So, Oof. I mean, I'm sitting there yesterday scrolling through Twitter for Aaron Rodgers, then it's Radon has, what is it, a forearm injury? Is that his problem? Forearm, yep. Uh, he's going to be shut down for at least a week to 10 days, and they say the earliest he can return and pitch for the Yankees is probably going to be mid to late April. So that right right there, you're like, oh, God. Because these things, oftentimes they're back when they say, and oftentimes they're back weeks after they expect him to be back, right? Well, especially a pitcher, though, too. And that's the thing. You know, if this was an ankle or something like that, you'd be like, all right, he'll be fine. When it's When it's the pitching arm already, and you're locked into a long-term expensive deal with this guy. He was a big. I mean, he was the big offseason acquisition. Outside of getting Judge done, I mean, he was. He was your big offseason. As far as new players to the Yankees, he's your big offseason acquisition. That's right. Who's dealt with injury issues? Last season, good. Very, very good. The season previous, good, but before that, he's he's been hurt. Uh, what is his level of concern with the injury? Here is new Yankee starter Carlos Radon. Me, not much, but you know, it's one of those things where it's kind of take it day by day. You know, all these cliches I'm about to tell you guys that you don't want to hear, and everybody hearing this and reading this don't want to hear. But I mean, it's the truth. Uh, all right. So, and I saw a quote from him later in the day where he said, "If this was October, he would pitch right through it." But here's the thing. If it's October, you would think to yourself that there's everyone is is worn down and tired in October with issues. It's not October. It's early March, and he's already being shut down. So I don't know how, at a minimum, you couldn't at least be a little bit concerned if you're a Yankees fan. This is after an offseason of rest. Correct. That this is already something he's dealing with. It's not great, no, especially with a team that's expected to be to win the division and make a run at a World Series. And how important he's going to be that rota- to that rotation. And what is the one thing when we look at the Yankees, we say, boy, it's so good. It's the rotation. So Montas out, and we don't know if and when he's going to come back. And now Radon is hurt already. Now Radon's hurt. So now you're going to have to have, you have, to have guys step up, Domingo Herman, Clark Schmidt. And I think they absolutely can. And you're dealing with, I mean, Nestor Cortez, Cortez dealing with the hamstring. That's right. So, I mean, he, so he's like mid to late April, hopefully. Trevino, Hopefully. Trevino's got the elbow ligament, possibly right. May. Canely's got bicep tendonitis. Right. Bader now has oblique discomfort. And that's the other one that I learned yesterday. So, you know, I'm scrolling through Twitter and what's going on with Aaron Rodgers, and then you see Bader is undergoing an MRI for the oblique. That doesn't sound good. No, obliques suck, dude. I mean, we saw Scherzer with the oblique, and he missed how long? And and looks like he might not have been right the entirety of the season. No, that bothered him the whole season. Absolutely. Well, this is, I mean, again, I think they'll be fine, and I don't mean to, to, you know, say that the Yankees are in any kind of panic mode or trouble, but, I mean, Montas, Bader, Trevino, like you mentioned, and now uh, and Cortez was banged up, and now Radon. It's, it's, for having not done anything yet, it's a lot of injuries for the Yankees. It's a lot of injuries to deal with. You want to hit the ground running. I mean, he's the, the prize free agent that you signed. Think about the, I mean, think about the moves that they made from, from the deadline last year to this offseason and how those have worked out. Like, Benintendi hurt. Didn't really, I mean, he didn't do anything really for what you were expecting to get from him. Montas recently came out and said that he was hurt when the Yankees acquired him last year. Came hurt, now is still hurt. Trevino hurt. Rodon hurt. Bader now hurt. I mean, it's the thing that's going to stand in their way is going to be the injuries. It's not good. It's not good. And again, you can probably, outside of you know, judge, you can probably endure any injury for a short period of time. But they pile up. And you're starting pitching. You looked at it and you said, that's going to be the strength of this team. And, I mean, Radon was clearly going to be your number two. And now he's going to miss some time. Yeah. Dude, I mean, this is not, especially this time of the season for a starting pitcher. I mean, you talk about 
shutting him down and then trying to ramp him back up and making sure that when he comes back, he's right and you're not at risk of re-injuring his elbow. That's the, I mean, that's the most important thing is that this doesn't turn into something more serious. That's what no, you try that, to that, that would be. See, right now it's like concerning. What you talk about would be catastrophic. Yeah, you can't lose. You, you cannot lose him for an, an extended period of time this season. And on top of that, it's a guy that has injury history and concerns. Yeah, it was one of the. I mean, it's it's one of the knocks against him. Exactly. When that. he's healthy, he's great. But it's, the problem with him has been career-wise, not last couple of years, but career-wise, he's dealt with injuries. Let's hear from the, the GM Brian Cashman. He he discussed this yesterday. Firstly, on. Radon's injury. You know, you don't you ever want to downplay anything, but but the doctors do describe it as mild. But because he's not a reliever, because he's a starter, because he's got to be shut down for seven to ten days to let it resolve and get him going again, you know, it costs you time. But he's worth the wait. You know, all we want obviously is the real deal when he's capable of providing it and not forcing something because we know how good he is when he's right. They better hope it's not anything serious because all they've said is like, right? He said it. Cashman said it. We'll hear from Boone in a second. Is that this is a this is a non-issue? This better be a non-issue. Well, you're gonna make sure it's a non-issue. That's I mean that's why you shut him down. I mean he comes to you and says that didn't the arm doesn't feel right, and you know if this was the playoffs I could push through it. No, you're not gonna push through it now. There's no reason to push through it. Yeah, you're March 10th, right? Like let's get some let's get some tests done on this thing. See what it actually is. Seven, ten days, even if it's four, whatever it ends up being, we got to shut you down. The problem with the starting pitcher is that now you got to ramp him back up. So Cashman's right. I mean, just it costs you time, but it's it's time you're willing to, of course, to like use as long as he's right. Things, if I told you that he makes his Yankees debut on, I don't know, April twenty third, does it matter? No, it doesn't matter. No, no, you want him back, and you want him when he's healthy, stay healthy. That's the, that's the most important thing. All right, but my thought and concern, and maybe it's unfounded, is. It's happening already. Like, you know, you're, you're sitting here on March 10th now, and the Yankees have a, a, a bunch of guys that are not healthy and a bunch of guys in their pitching staff that are not healthy. It's not the way you want to start a season, no. It's, it's not. Um, more from Cashman. When do you expect uh, Radon to be back? I mean, a perfect world sometime in April. Are we talking mid-April, late-April? Let's get him through his seven days to ten days of no throw and then uh, get him going. My contribution to to the dialogue with him was, listen, just because glad our trainers jumped on it, I'm glad he said something. The finding was something but not significant or serious. So because of that, if none of that was taking place, we could have played this into mm-hmm. if it was don't say anything, don't try to push through whatever, this could have been much worse. You know, uh, because obviously trying to pitch your stuff is not a good thing, especially this time of year. If this was obviously in season, pennant race, late in the game, you know, he's still probably up and running going. He had this last May with the Giants. I didn't miss any time with it. All right. So I, I guess well, that this is something you. that he's had to deal with, which is yeah, a little I don't worrisome like that. as well. Yeah, I don't like that. Yeah. Well, why would you? Well, because he's already been pitching through it. And the rest of this offseason has done nothing to help it. That's a That's problem. right. That's right. And now you're sitting here on March 10th and he's going to be shut down for a little bit of time. No, that's the biggest problem with this thing, man. I mean, you can downplay it all you want. and I'm not trying to doom or gloom the situation, but if it's something that you pitched through last season and then you just had the whole offseason to get it right and you're going to miss time again with it, so it hasn't. The time off hasn't helped. The time off hasn't helped. And and again, you're the Yankees. You're you're not invested for. This is not a, a one year deal where this year ends. And you're like, all right, you know, we got all we could out of Verdon, and now we move on. This is a guy that's going to be entrenched in this rotation for years and years. You spent a lot of money on this guy. Yeah, you spent a lot of money on this guy. This this was the piece that you brought in to make the difference. That's right. And we'll we'll see. Uh did I do the All American Ford read? I've have, I've have zero recollection of this at all. I'll do it again. All right, I'll give it to you again if I gave it to you. If I didn't, then it's the first time. This portion of the show driven by the All American Ford Auto Group. They are the number one volume Ford group in the Northeast. Huge locations in Paramus, Hackensack, Old Bridge, and Point Pleasant. Shop allamericanford.net. That's all American Ford dot net. What want to get to some of the calls? I mean they're they're lined up and they want to talk to us. I do want to get some calls. All right, let's do it. Let's go to uh, Evan in Queens. Evan, you're on 98.7 ESPN. Morning, guys. How's it going? Uh, it's going beautifully. What's going, What's going on, Evan? What's up? Uh, yeah, this next situation is really not good. I'm probably a seven on the panic meter uh, scale. <laughs> um, but we don't really have a choice. We have to uh, rest Brunson until he's healthy, right? Even if it comes at the expense of wins. 
and I was looking at the standings. Maybe we catch a break if the Celtics – the Celtics are only a game up on the Sixers in the loss column. God forbid we fall to six. Because I want to make something clear. I'm not afraid of the Boston Celtics at all. I want all the smoke with those frauds. So, it's them or the Cavs. Maybe we get lucky and we play one of those teams, basically. Um, but this Brunson injury really is a bummer. Uh, it is a bummer. And the thing that concerns you, or at least me, is that it, how long is this going to linger for? Is this going to be he's back on Sunday and he's fine, or is this going to be something that has to be managed for the rest of the season? Well, I think it depends on how uh, how long. First of all, what it is. I don't know. I haven't seen the tests on it, but it's, it's you know, the couple games off didn't help because he only got through a half. He was good in the half, but, I mean, he didn't play the second half of this game. So, I mean, if it's something as simple as we just got to rest this thing and two games didn't work and we're right back to square one because I mean, you saw him limping around. Yeah, like he like, – Jalen Brunson doesn't have to be – like, for this team to win a first-round playoff series, I forget, I don't want any of the smoke with Boston. You can keep the smoke to yourself. I'm good with Cleveland if we play Cleveland in the first round. Jalen Brunson's going to have to be the bet, one of the best players on the floor. He's going to have to be awesome. He's, I mean, that, that, that he's going to have to – I, like I don't want to say is good carry. I just give, give me Jalen Brunson at 70%, and I like our chances. Yeah, but it, it's got to – I mean, it's got to be somewhat concerning that he, he had two days off and then he couldn't make it through a game that they thought he was going to be fine in or at least, you know, be, be effective enough that he could make it through. There's no way that they went into the game last night thinking we're hopeful he can make it through the no. game. They must have thought he was okay. Right, because the last thing you want to do is, is re-aggravate it so you're back to square one. That's the last thing you want to do in any of this. Same thing with the whole Redon thing. Redon thing. Exactly that. But pitcher with the forearm is, oof, I don't, I don't like well, that Well, not even just, but it's not just pitcher with the forearm. This is the pitcher that, that pitched through the forearm last season and now right. it's still bothering him. And not only is it, I mean, it's bothered him after he's had an, an entire offseason of not pitching. Right, so like, just so people know, like if I finish the season where I'm playing through a, a groin, the second the season is over, I get you know all the tests needed for, for the groin and then spend the entire offseason making sure the groin's no longer a problem. Like, so for him, forearms bothering him. He's pitching through it because he just, that's what he's going to do. As soon as the season's over, okay, what's wrong? How do I fix it? Right. So I'm not dealing with this thing again. And the fact that it's not, it, it's not fixed, yeah, I would be a little bit concerned about that. Uh, let's go to Ralph and Edison. Hi, Ralph. You're next up on 98.7. Hey, Dave. It's uh, Felipe Lopez from yesterday. Oh, what's up, Felipe? <laughs> <laughs> Good. Um, so, just quick, quick one for you guys. Um, so, I'm, I'm thinking once we get Aaron Rodgers, right? Which team do you think has a better chance of getting OBJ since he's doing that workout today in Arizona? My argument is, I think Giants versus the Jets. Obviously, uh, which 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 team has a better chance of getting Giants. getting OBJ? Giants or Jets? And Giants. my argument I, is Jets. No. Go ahead. No, he, I mean, I think he considers himself to kind of still be a giant. Feels like he has unfinished business with the Giants. I just think with the Jets, obviously you have A-Rod, you have Garrett Wilson on the other side, obviously to take away attention from him. And also the way they ship them to, to the Browns, I feel like, hey, why not play for the Jets? You know, for my legacy, win with the Jets, and that's a way to stick it to the Giants, I feel. I, I don't agree. I think that he still feels a, a real closeness and familiarity with the Giants. He loves Saquon. I think he looks at Daniel Jones as a guy he could have success with, and and that's kind of my understanding. I think both would be good options for him, though. Thanks for listening to the DiPietro and Rothenberg podcast. Looking for more access to the show? Why? Because you know why. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at DR on ESPN. The guy watches the Fablemans, and all of a sudden now he's uh, Siskel and Ebert. They're, neither of them are with us anymore, so I don't think that's a great analogy. Well, what, yeah, it is. They're, they're two of the greats. Two of the greats. I mean, who, who else is a movie critic on, on their level these days? Uh, Richard Roper. That's fair. Uh-huh. Right there. I just shoved it right there for you. Is <laughs> what I did. I'm you surprised. Why I'm we surprised. Don't, you wonder why we haven't celebrated your birthday for you today. You, yeah. By the way, it's, it's it, RJ, and I, I look at you because you kind of like are the, the point guard of the show. Surprised that you guys have done really nothing. It's just another day for us. Uh-huh. We're not invited to any sort of gathering. Right. I'm almost sick of it too. I got my I got my father in law texting me. Make sure you tell Dave that Deb and I said happy birthday. Well, you know you didn't say anything. Well, it just happened. Well, you just happened to walk by it now solely because you feel guilty. No, which is, uh, I just because you're making it. a point of how annoying my birthday is. Because well, it's not your birthday yet. But 
That's fine. You know what? Just ignore. Just I'm ignore. Not gonna ignore it. I'm not no, going to ignore it. Clearly, are. I'm pushing it aside because I wasn't invited. So maybe it's just a, I'm protecting myself. All right. From the hurt. From the hurt. Yeah. Josh in Queens. Hi, Josh. You're on ninety-eight-seven. Morning, gentlemen. Uh, in Rothenburg, Hayden on Top Gun lost the gentleman status in my book because that movie is pretty much America. Uh, <laughs> um, I'm not, uh, Josh, Josh, I'm not saying Top Gun, bad movie. I'm saying Top Dave Gun, hates America. I'm, what I'm saying is Top Gun in, in a list of movies yeah, that are America, up for can, You know what? Can I finish a, a, a freaking <laughs> sentence, for God's <laughs> yes. sakes? I got Josh. I got but Santiago, anyway, anyway. who's just dizzy and might pass at any moment. Can I finish a sentence? I'm the bad guy. It's the movie America needs, sir. It's the movie America needs. I'm not saying it's a bad movie. Let it represent America. It is no way worthy of winning an Academy Award. And if you think it is, then you should go to film school, Josh. I probably should. I probably should. But anyway, uh, bringing up Rogers. So I was a 90s kid. Grew up with Brett Favre. Had a Favre jersey, even though I grew up in the New York City metropolitan area. Uh, Brett Favre is old. Rogers always kind of lived in the shadow of Favre. And I think if he comes to the Jets and somehow pulls off a Super Bowl win, you got to put him ahead of Favre in the legacy conversation. And, uh, and I got to add one more thing now that it's college basketball March Madness. Josh, let us react to that, alum. and then we'll let you get your college basketball a moment in there. Uh, even though so you were so disrespectful to me with the start of the call, I completely agree. You're disrespectful to Top Gun. Completely agree. Yeah, but you're not Top Gun. You're not Val Kilmer or Tom Cruise, right, or or Anthony Edwards. So I, I think that's nasty to me. Or Kelly I McGillis. I go on and on. Kelly McGillis, <laughs> who had the biggest transformation in the history of transformations from the first and second off. movie. Anyhow, my oh, point is, I agree with you. I think that if, if Aaron Rodgers would have won a Super Bowl with the Jets, he leaps past Brett Favre. Hundred percent, hundred percent. But I mean, it's all time legacy. Like you said, winning in New York. We are so desperate for a championship. I'm not really a Giants or Jets fan. I'm just a New York fan in general. Winning a championship in New York would just elevate that status, the media, everything. And and right now, I think New York sports is approaching an all-time peak. It's got to be. I mean, I don't remember maybe 94, but, you know, everything looks like it's firing on all cylinders. Knicks are looking good. Um, But I'd like to go about college basketball because as a Tennessee alum, i got to say the SEC hates on us as Tennessee balls more than Rothenberg hates on Top Gun. Last year, we had a better record than Kentucky. We had the same record as Kentucky. Took two or three from them and won the SEC tournament. And we got a three seed. And then Kentucky got St. Peter's, rightfully so. Uh, Lenardi got a whole bunch of hate from me. But I'm telling you, do not sleep on Tennessee. We're a five seed in the SEC tournament. We're about to win the SEC tournament. You know what the problem is, Josh? And I know Rick was talking about this before the show. The problem with Tennessee, they just they can't score. Offensively, they're so challenged. And Rick, I know you're big on this point. Is is if you can't score, it's hard to see them winning six games in a row. Yeah, I think I actually put that on the group text. I think so as well. Um, Raymond, how much time do you need for the plays of the week? And I don't know what kind of special treats you guys have for my birthday, but how much time do you guys need? I mean, I was full of surprise. I have no special treats for the birthday. None. RJ might have something. Rick might have something. I've got wow. nothing for you. N- nastiness. How much time do you need for your, your, your what I thought was great plays of the week? Maybe <laughs> maybe not so good. Maybe not so much. I mean, we generally do what? Four or five minutes, right? Four or five. Do I have time to take Ethan or should I go uh, to you now? Take Ethan. All right. Why, Ethan you want to break down more Tennessee basketball? Uh, Ethan and Mendham. Hey. I don't appreciate the nastiness. Good morning, Ethan. Good morning, Dave. Happy early birthday. Uh, thank um, you, Ethan. So I'm you're a, a gentleman. You're, you're, oh, thank you. I'm a huge Jets fan. I think we're going to have an answer one way or another before the end of Saturday night. I think it's going to be absolutely humiliating if he decides to retire as opposed to going us because it seems like those are the only two options. Um, But I'm not a basketball fan, so when I heard last week from you guys the Kings are the number two seed, I was devastated because when they make the playoffs, the Jets are the longest playoff drought among the four sports. Oh, Um, That's a good stat, Ethan. The Atlanta Thrashers were still in the NHL franchise the last time we made a playoffs. And personally, Rick was in his 20s, I was, Ethan. Rick was in his 20s. I was, I was 21 with a dog. I'm 33. The dog's dead, and now I have two kids. So, like, <laughs> oh my it's time. Goodness. It's time. <laughs> poor dog. You have a great weekend, oh, guys. Poor dog. Thanks, Ethan. I think. Oh, wow. The dog's dead. Now he's in his 30s. All right, Raymond, you have four good, solid minutes. Let's go. <laughs> 
Mornings. Who's the baby now? I'm the baby. I only sit when I pee at home. <laughs> God bless you. Are the plays of the week. All right. Bye-bye. Hey, I tell you, it's tough to follow that up. That was actually kind of depressing. Very Feel sad. Feel bad about the dog. Kind of. I was 21. I'm like, all right, 21. He, now I'm 33. He, okay. He, he did dog's kinda, dead. He did kind of try to save it by mentioning I do have two kids, but like, it, dog's dead. Just Dog's dead. dead. Rough. Uh, quite a week for the callers on the uh, on the program. We'll go back to Monday and uh, Shooter and Stanford, who might be filthy. Omar, we're going to bring the heat. So I'm going to bring the heat, baby. Let me get out. Get out of the bathroom. <laughs> the bathroom flush. Don't wash he the hands. He announced that he was leaving the bathroom. Yes, he did. He Thank had to make God. sure that he goes into the hallway and he, he slaps fives with somebody over there. He, he's celebrating. Remember, this is I the I think man. it had to be a poop, too, the more I think about it. He I flushed. told you. He flushed. Yeah, because if, if it's just number one, you don't really have to flush. This man is teaching teaching our youth. Half In fact, doesn't, doesn't the gas. urinal flush on its own usually? the diesel. So it depends. That, yeah, that, okay, that, them, doesn't, them do. that doesn't matter. You're still using your hands. No, I'm saying you wash your hands when you leave the bathroom. It's disgusting. We had uh, fashion statements being made on Monday. Nipple pants. <laughs> Famous nipple pants. Dave got confused at one point. If Brooklyn wins, I'm confused now. <laughs> it's okay. I work with such a professional. A caller, a caller got confused, too, called him Dan. I understand, Dan. Which we all appreciate. Nasty. I like that. Moving on to Tuesday when Rick had his little stealth appearance in the corner. Dude's eavesdropping on RJ and I's conversation about our hair. I have gorgeous hair. Yeah, don't be jealous. Uh, you guys had you guys had like a five minute moment where I thought you guys were going to start like making out. We appreciate each Not other. What can I say? there's anything wrong with that. Uh, that evening, you guys ended up hosting the uh, the lounge there at Madison Square Garden because Peter Rosenberg was too sick to go. I appreciate uh, the two of you going. Uh, it was the Knicks and the they been the Horcats, not the Horcats. Uh, <laughs> Knicks did not win that day. It's probably Ty Butler's fault. Uh, overnight, Tuesday into Wednesday, well, afternoon really. Daniel Jones, he gets paid. The Giants managed to uh, franchise Saquon Barkley. Everybody's happy. And Wednesday, Rick is happy. And now Jack Park got a pack. I love it here. Uh, Dave, on Thursday, you sent a really, really bad guy tweet to, to Draymond Green. Right. Uh, you said you said you agreed with uh, Brooks. He's not a Hall of Famer. I, and I stand by that. You put your name on it. Um, I hope that you never end up on his podcast being trashed in whatever sense that he might. Draymond Green is going to be in the Hall of Fame. I no, think so, not. too. That's, I think so, too. He's a three-time All-Star. Oh, my God. He's Defensive Player of the Year. Oh, okay. So what? And he's won four titles. So what? So, yeah, so continue, because, Raymond. Because, continue, continue. You know, it's an, it's an, we, we can discuss this forever. It is an awful take by you. I said it uh, during today's morning roast, and I'll say it again because you guys were needling me yesterday about it. Uh, leave me alone. My, my private life is my private life. I appreciate everyone's interest, but I'm not going to give you uh, too much more. You two are the stars of the program, you, Rick, and Dave, as, as Dave points out. We try to put paprika right on the sports talk. You don't want any part of it. <laughs> no part of it. Doesn't know what paprika's for. Doesn't know what to use it for. But it's a seasoning. That's okay. And we close out the week with that caller just there. The dog's dead. The dog is dead. Oh. I'm sorry. Go Top Gun. No, but hey, listen. In all seriousness, though, David. Yes. Happy birthday, buddy. Thank you. I, I love you. I couldn't you. imagine doing the show with anyone else. Enjoy your birthday party that we're not invited to and yep. have an unbelievable Sunday. It'll be great. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. It's rule 76. And no excuses. Play like a champion. It's DPHO, the birthday boy. And, and uh, I'm going to be a 50-year-old <laughs> man on Sunday. Still a baby on 98.7 ESPN. Thanks for listening to the DPHO and Rothenberg podcast. Listen live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 a.m. on 98.7 ESPN in New York. The ESPN New York app. Or on your smart speaker by asking it to play 98.7 ESPN.